April Fools. It's women on the mic. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Chapos? That's right. They've got women guests this week. Women hosts this week. Oh, that's true. Yeah, two. We're two not. Rarities. We're running the show. Statistically, quite rare. You know, they call a podcast. You know, what do you, what do you call a podcast? A group of white women. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. We're, we're shaking up the narrative. We're cha- we're changing the game. I feel pretty good about this myself. Podcasting. It's not just for white boys anymore. It's also for white girls. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I know that like he said, we don't need to say anything about April Fools in general, but I do have a little bit of history about April Fools and oh we we like, should introduce as, ourselves. Uh, yeah, I know. I was gonna say like as as Matt's fiance i felt like i needed to bring the historical background to the show (laughs) maybe go on a few rants i don't get as worked up as he does i'm generally a pretty chill person i'm trying to think if i've seen you get upset uh about anything so we'll we'll try to poke and prod you the most upset i've got i've seen amber is the first time i met her and i was just doing my like you know, like Terminator vision, like because if I'm nothing, if not emotionally intelligent and I take great pride in this and I just couldn't (laughs) pin her down immediately in terms of like, okay, do you like me? Are we going to be friends? Like, what's your deal? (laughs) And then I just like kept kept pinging off of her again and again, like trying to like, you know, uh, triangulate like, where is she? Where am I? Um, And just like getting nowhere. Yeah. I didn't get upset. I was just like, I can feel that you were trying to pin me down. You're like circling around it. And it's just, it's not going to happen that fast. Um, I'm really, I'm really fun at parties. (laughs) (laughs) You are though. You're one of my favorite people. Oh, thank Um, you. We should introduce ourselves though to the podcast. So in case of people don't know what voices they are hearing, this is a wives and girlfriends. Yeah, these are the Chapo Wags. Uh, I'm Catherine, Catherine Krieger, uh, at Kath Krieger. No, it's not Krueger. On Twitter, I do stuff with Discourse Blog. Uh, I I'm I reply uh, to Will's horny tweets. Um, very, very happy to be here, uh, even though I take some issue with the notion that uh, for April Fool's, it's women. I'm no one's fool. <laughs> no, we are the clowns. We are the ones playing the prank, not the not the fools falling for the prank. The gray wolves, honestly. It's fools all around. It's fools all around. No, no. They like it. They like it. They're piggies. They like it. I am Amber Rollo at Amber C. Rollo. I am Matt's fiance. I I do want to clarify. Oh, <laughs> Wait till Reddit gets a hold of this. Oh my god. They already <laughs> know, obviously. It's freaks. I do want to clarify that I am I'm not Amber Frost. I, I love Amber Frost. We're just two women with the same name. Uh she's a good friend of mine, but we are not the same person. And that's not part of the April Fools thing at all. Like we are totally <laughs> separate individuals. Um and I yeah, I am a comedian. Um, but I'm just here as like a fiance. No, no comedy going on in this realm. Today. It would have no been jokes no jokes. It would have been funny if they like maybe next year, you know, because obviously uh, our wives and girlfriends take on the Chapo brand is going to take off. We'll be touring the world soon, uh-huh, uh, so obviously. maybe for next year they just find a guy named Will, a guy named Matt, and a guy named Felix, <laughs> and that's 
best of it, uh, you know, kind of punning on the whole Amber Amber thing, which is crazy. I was like, you know, it's not that common of a name. And all of a sudden we have two Ambers uh, in the in the orb. Orbit. I don't get to be my even my own name. It's fine. It's good. Oh, though. man. Um, well, hello. I'm Molly O'Brien. I am producer Chris Wade's wife. Uh, I oh, yeah. I have a podcast with him uh, that some people listening might know called And Introducing, where we talk about music writing. I'm also on Twitter at uh, every single hour of the day. I wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night to check it just to see what everyone in like, I don't know, Australia Japan is thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, I got to get the Australian takes. Those are very, very important. Um, Molly, Molly's a great. Miss Molly Mary. Yeah, she's uh, both of these ladies are great follows. Um, but yeah, uh, Molly's music tweets are indispensable to me. They really are. Molly, Bless. I thought of an excellent indie sleaze band name recently, and I thought of you. Um, oh, bring we were, it. We were doing an episode on local Treboil on um, on water parks. We were talking about wet denim. I don't know how wet denim is so upsetting, um, but wet oh, denim after worse. dark is the worst. <laughs> wet denim after dark, though. Great. Indie Sleaze band name, I think. Wet Denim After Dark. I can hear the four on the floor drums <laughs> as wet, we speak. Wet Leg would be mad. There's also a band it's, called They Piss would be. Jeans, I kind of thought maybe. Which is a little similar. Oh, yes, Piss Jeans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like a totally different sound, I assume. There's also Actually, one called White Denim, a band called White Denim. So there's oh, a whole yeah. genre there. There's yeah. a whole gene-related uh, uh, squad. I actually saw a really good band name today. Uh, I saw a meme of someone. Apparently, uh, right wingers are uh, making memes about girlfriends who would be your girlfriend, except they got aborted. Um, their mom <laughs> aborted them, and now they'll never be your girlfriend. And just the meme that said um, abor- "abortion girlfriend" or "abortion abortion GF," and I was like, "Damn, that's a great." It's a great free band name if anyone wants it. Oh my god, I, I love it. I just it. bit the inside of my lip and almost aspirated Red Bull at that. Abortion girlfriends. Serious podcast injuries over here. Uh aborted girlfriends. That's also yeah, that's also a great band name. Yeah. Um, can you guys hold on one second? I hear like Matt listening to a podcast in the other room um on a speaker and Good Lord. Get it together, man. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> This is un- totally unscripted and raw. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> oh my god! We gotta gotta get the on air light and the um, caution women podcasting sign going <laughs> because this is just unacceptable. Truly, that's also extremely funny. Like, does he not own headphones? Um, <laughs> I just I don't know. You know, so- sound is more real when you can hear it uh, flowing through the air. That's that's when you know it's that real, real good sound. When when Matt still lived in New York, he was like, you know, the the apocryphal teen. It's not apocryphal, but like he was the teen, uh, like riding the New York subway system with no headphones, and it was just playing like uh, what's left the podcast. Oh God bless! That's wonderful. Showtime. Sorry, I'll take Jordan. care of. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. This is this is the domestic side. Um, this is the things you won't hear on Chapo from the uncredited writing staff on the mic. <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a it's an April Fools episode, and I did want to like talk a little bit about April Fools. I know we are a little bit upset about being the April Fool episode, but um. 
I looked into like the history of April Fools and where it comes from, and there's a lot of debate on where it comes from. There are some historians that think it started in like 1582 when France switched over from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. Oh, uh, huge foolishness. They should have never changed it. The the month names were way better back then. Oh, well, that I think is like, yeah, even before that, that was the Roman calendar. But the Roman calendar was corrected to the Julian calendar by Julius Caesar. And then the um, uh. then the Julian calendar was corrected by uh, Pope Gregory the 13th. And he did this in the Council of Trent. It was the ecumenical council of the catholic church when there was the reformation this council was like the counter-reformation so like the other the catholic side not the protestant side here's and they were like i think is uh in solidarity with ukraine you know whoever makes all the calendars um we should sync up to zelensky and the zelensky and (laughs) calendar um just you know i don't want putin using the same calendar as me um yeah that's actually very interesting that you say uh i I, i'm gonna save it for a second but um the julian calendar was made by julius caesar then the roman calendar that was correction for the roman calendar sorry um and then so they switched it but it was like connected with this um reformation or counter reformation and so like the protestants were like no we're not going to switch like we don't want to switch typical protestant attitude (laughs) uh bless up for my people (laughs) <laughs> even though it's even though it's right, we don't want to. So for decades they didn't, and the Catholics would basically make fun of anyone who didn't switch over, because um, the Julian calendar started like basically at the start of April, and the new Gregorian calendar started January first. So if anyone was like celebrating New Year's around April, they were like, "Ha, you're a fool!" And the thing that they decided to do is. Um, put a paper fish on their back to like label them as um, the April fish. They hadn't, they they hadn't figured out kick me yet. No, exactly. <laughs> kick no, me. It was, it was on the me. way to kick me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's where like one of the ideas of where April Fool's comes from. But like people argue about it a lot. Some people also think it was like this ancient Roman festival called Hilaria. Um, which Hilary married, married to Alec. Yeah. Yeah. Her name is actually Hillary for what it's worth. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's a white lady. No, oh, I think she's very funny. She's committing to the bit. She's pregnant with her seventh child, by the way. So I know it's just a conveyor Completely belt upsetting. in and out now, which is wild because this festival actually was a celebration of um, this goddess called Cabell. And she was the goddess of motherhood, fertility, and the mountain winds. Oh so, wow! Yeah, uh, she's the, the ultimate foolishness. Yeah, she's taking having her, a baby. She's taking her namesake <laughs> very uh, seriously. Then exactly. Also, can I just say I can't think of a single other holiday. Um, no one correct me on this. Uh, that's that was like founded around the notion that ca- Catholics have a sense of humor. Like that's a, an incredible novelty True. to me. Um, mm-hmm. All really like holidays are about like how hardcore and humorless um, yep. Christians and especially Catholics are. So uh, yeah, that that's one reason why I'm like, hmm, I'm, I'm hmm. curious about uh, other theories just because I have a hard well, time imagining it. So Hilaria, maybe <laughs> yours, fish? maybe for you. There's also like speculation that April Fool's Day is just tied to the vernal equinox. So like the first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere, when Mother Nature 
fools people by changing unpredictable weather. Uh, women, women be doing uh, foolishness. They be doing pranks. Mm. Changing, cha- you know, it's the it's our prerogative to to have a little fun, and that includes uh, with the weather. So I support this. I support this behavior. Uh, having seasons my notes, is a I female trait. That song as well. <laughs> <laughs> And then some people think it just goes like back. It's like biblical. Uh, It's when Noah released the dove from the ark too early. That is somehow connected to April Fool's Day. Don't ask me how. I don't understand. Again, I feel like everyone's lives suck so badly then that like the idea of that was like somehow novel and funny. Like if that if that's the idea of a joke, it's like, yeah, most of your life, I assume, is basically spent like tilling the soil and then waiting to die. So it's like, oh, yeah, he released a bird early. That shit's crazy. Wow. Go off, King. That reminds me of, <laughs> of the story of like how starlings were introduced in New York City. Do you guys know this story? Oh, I, I think not, Amber no. might have told me. So. I think oh, I do. But yeah, yeah. But go ahead. Like it was basically <laughs> just this absolute like Pratt idiot who like loves Shakespeare so much that he was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring a starling. And I don't know, like, what what play this is from or whatever. I'm going to bring a couple starlings and, like, you know, proclaim my love or whatever by releasing them in Central Park. And, uh, boy, did they ever flourish. Uh, they're an amazing oh, yeah, species. They yeah, they, like, push everything else out. They, they uh, you know, bully other birds. And it's all because there was some theater idiot who was like, ah, I've got a great idea. My life a play. Yeah, my life a damn play. Yeah. <laughs> They're like them and sparrows and pigeons are the only birds you're allowed to kill year round, like no hunter's license or anything because they're considered pests. How are you, are you telling me I can walk down the City. street and like wring their neck? Yeah. Yeah. What's the. Oh, cool. Wow. All right. I know what I'm doing. Later. <laughs> I was like, I've got plans <laughs> now. Before. Yeah. Just a spot of bird murder just to, just to keep things interesting. But it's interesting that you brought up um, Ukraine earlier, Catherine, because there is only one city in the entire world that like celebrates April Fools as an official holiday and it is Odessa, Ukraine. Huh. Yeah, there was like uh apparently in 1972 there was this improvisational comedy show that was on the TV and um the Soviets said that it had that they, they took it off air. They were like, "No, you're not allowed to have this on air anymore." That was correct and of them the to time, do. Yeah, <laughs> we can't. We can't just have improv uh, on national television. It's a bad precedent to set. I mean, I agree for many reasons. Except whose line is it anyway? That was very formative in my early years. But otherwise, actually, that one was fun. Yeah, yeah that one I don't was want. Good. I don't want people but, yes anding. People are freaking out about the Disney <laughs> shit. I don't want my kids exposed to improv comedy at too young an age. <laughs> Uh, they apparently the Odessa team was winning at the time when they took it off air. And so they were very mad. They had like um, a, a culture jamming sort of protest festival where they had clowns all over the street. And the first one was in on April 1st, 1973. It became a yearly thing. Um, it actually got like really rowdy in the 70s in the mid seventies, early seventies. And then they were like, you know what? This is too much. We're afraid of all the young people in the street. We're going to shut it down. Same. In 1976, they made it illegal. And then in the early nineties, they were like, actually, you know what? We're going to go back to our roots. Can I, um, can I ask a question? What's, what's it. culture jamming? Is that like jester maxing? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, okay. So culture jamming is a type of protest where like, 
I the reason I like first heard of it was SantaCon when I was looking up the really the history of SantaCon. Oh, um, I've never heard this term before. And it's like when you uh, you just like sort of mess with culture. So like the original SantaCon was in the Netherlands. It was a protest sort of situation. There were a bunch of people who dressed up as Santa. They went into big department stores. They took um, gifts or they took products off of the shelves and gave them to children. And uh, nobody really could stop them. So it was like Santa. actually I mean, they like did. The cops kind did of anti-capitalist. Yeah, it was. Whereas yeah. the politics of the current Santa like SantaCon, they're culture jamming against like a culture of sexual consent. Yeah. Um, and, and the rule <laughs> the of cops law. cops actually love, <laughs> like the commissioner of police of, of New York City, like loves the people who run SantaCon. He's like spoken in support of them. Actually, maybe that was the last commissioner, but the current one really just like didn't say anything. It's not culture jamming anymore, but in its start, it was. Th- thank you for, for fielding that question. Now I've oh, yeah, learned no something. Problem. Or I've learned that's what I'm here for, man. But you see, uh, I'm I'm getting over being sick, so my brain is kind of bad. I told, uh, yeah, we got we all got sick. I mean, I barely, I had like, I got everyone sick. Uh, Typhoid Molly Molly over here. (laughs) Yeah, we were all in. We were all in New Orleans. Yeah, I, I, uh, I. It it was. It was no COVID. COVID. Yeah, I'm COVID negative. Somehow it was worse. Honest. Honestly, when I had COVID, it really wasn't that bad. And now if I catch a cold, I'm like, I would actually just prefer to be dead. <laughs> um, so that's the that's how the pandemic has affected me personally. But yeah, I got I got everyone sick uh, d- due to uh, too, too much clownishness in the streets. I felt uh, honored to too much, have your cold. Honestly. Too much gesture maxing. Uh, we did. Too, I just <laughs> maxed way too hard. Yeah, we did have a great that's, time. That'll though. happen. It was so fun. Not, I'm not trying to sidetrack us, um, but yeah, no. love, love New Orleans, blessed city. Um, shout city. out, shout out to Jacques of Seeking Derangements, a truly blessed oh, yeah. um, and chaotic royal of the city. He led us all around. He took us to like a 24 seven karaoke place that was amazing. I don't we think all- I realized that place was 24 seven. I might have made that up in my head. There. No, I, 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 think <laughs> I think that's the. I think that's the case. Uh, yeah, that's what it's like living great with me. fans. There was a fan, uh, not of us, obviously, of Chapo, who like was the DJ at karaoke and like let us like skip ahead, which was great. Met another very nice fan at the casino. Big ups to him. Yeah, the oh, the yeah. fans we met were very cool. So you know, yeah, learn learn from their example. DM for examples. Um, <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so then like it still continues to this day in Odessa, Ukraine. They they have like a multi-day long festival where they clown and have comedy shows <laughs> and they consider themselves like the capital of comedy. Um they said it in like multiple articles that Odessa, Ukraine is the capital of comedy and I'm like, "What? I've never heard this before, but I you gotta go. You gotta hustle. You gotta get there. I feel like it seems like a kind of place where there's some like specific like a, a relic or a stone or something that you can touch and then it makes you because you know women aren't funny. Um, but if you touch it, mm. then you will become very funny. It's so. like the Blarney would... Stone. <laughs> yes, no, exactly. the Blarney Stone. Or yeah, if you're a woman comedian, you have to make a pilgrimage, and that's your mecca. You take the mic out of the stone, and yeah, then you're suddenly funny. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. never been done before. Obviously, yeah. 
Amy um, Schumer tried and uh, oh and my failed. god, yeah, I loved hearing from Amy Schumer. I think the boys talked about the Oscars, but yeah, love her comedy, Slay Queen. She was doing great. <laughs> that was very a very awkward moment to me. Oh, the whole the whole Oscars was the awkward. The whole moment? Oscars, the the I nine hours. Oscars. The Oscars. I agree, <laughs> no. but I wasn't sure if you were referring to one moment in particular. Um. I meant when she took um when she the um seat filler joke. Oh, oh yeah, I hated that. Did the boys talk about this? I don't want to double up. Um, I, I don't I, know. I don't know. But yeah, that joke, like to a wife guy, like Jesse Plemons, uh, blessed. I love them as a couple. Uh, yeah. They're basically Will and I. Um, uh, yeah, like it looked like Jesse Plemons' wife guy like wasn't vibing with the joke at all or like was to- caught totally off guard, which, yeah, did that come after the slap? I think it did. It did. Uh, yeah, maybe, I did. maybe just the comedy vibes in the room were so fucked at that point that like, yeah, but he seemed really confused. Like Kirsten Dunst wasn't even like really playing along. She was just kind of like, yeah. uh, okay, um, I'm not actually a sea filler. Ha ha. Um, but I, I need to believe that they're like they're funny when it's just the two of them. Otherwise, oh yeah, yeah, I would agree. not not when Amy Schumer is barreling toward them, uh, <laughs> screaming. Just like, I do want to say your favorite Tas- Tasmanian uh, devil, just like <laughs> 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 I've got a physical it, comedy joke and I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh my god! I do want to say the uh, the slap. I was on stage at a comedy show, like it was during my set that the slap happened. And like, oh, wow, I was I was doing fine, cracking jokes, but like something felt off in the crowd. I could feel it. And I was like, what is going on? This crowd feels distracted. Um, oh, my God. It's happening. And then I got off stage and I found out that that the slap had happened, that Will Smith had slapped Chris Rock. And I was like, oh, that explains it. That's crazy. Um, and then. I texted Matt like right away because he was I knew he was in air. So uh, I was the first one to tell him about the slap. And he was like, what? Yeah, we'll always remember where we were when the slap happened. That's crazy. I feel like I feel like it should have been treated like a breaking news broadcast where it's like, oh, we interrupt this broadcast to bring you breaking news. And then you could have responded to the slap. Yeah. You know, in real time. I what know. For that I would have loved been. to be on stage directly after the slap, but during the slap was not really helpful because I didn't have like a slap alert on my phone. You yeah. know? I was going to say, did everyone get like a New York alert? <laughs> An Amber alert that's an alert for you. Uh, yes. a, a, a personalized news alert called the Amber Alert. Had they broken in, oh it could have been like that's that famous scene in the famous show, a uh, famously good show, The Newsroom. Where they're like on, they're on some plane as like news is breaking, and they're basically like responding to the news. Or I, I don't, I don't remember what the specific story is, but there's basically like a like the pilot comes out as like, don't worry, man, like we're the newsmen here and we're reporting on this story from the air, and it's basically treated like it's, it's like nine eleven, like you're all gonna remember where you were watching us <laughs> do the news. It was, it was when Bin Laden got got. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, call, call me nuts. I'm like, that wasn't, I'm like, like was that that big of a deal, really? Uh, it was like a long yeah. time after the initial, you know, I'm kerfuffle. sorry, yeah. Like, it landed like out a, of the trend cycle. Oh my God, so far out of the trend cycle. Like, literally, because it was so long after, and uh, haha, Obama just like knew he was chilling in like suburban Pakistan. Uh, like, no one really cared. People were just like, oh, remember that guy? 
It was like yeah. it was like uh, TMZ does this unhinged like feature on its uh, website, being like, uh, "Gary Cole, remember him? <laughs> remember him? Yes. Yeah, remember him?" And then it's just like photos of him in office space, which, first of all, uh, put some respect on Gary Cole's name. Uh, second of all, yeah, it was like member him, but <laughs> Bin Laden, <laughs> Bin Laden. The yeah. whole yeah, the the TMZ writers room is on the plane, being like, "Hey guys, member him." Well, yeah. We got him. <laughs> That's that's how I would personally have uh, directed uh, the newsroom, but that's just me. I would love to watch a newsroom directed by Molly. That sounds like way more fun. It doesn't sound fear based. It sounds fun based. Um, I yeah, you know the the news can be fun, right? Like it can be like a fun twist on the news. Or like you know sometimes like people are like, what if we only had a news channel that was just positive news? Like what about that? I mean, that's my, that's my Instagram feed. Like, it's just, it's just like, oh, like, look at this little monkey. He has a kitten friend now. And like, look, there are puppies. And I'm like, I don't need to know anything about anything. I know. I know. Knowledge uh, is the opposite of power. Knowledge is disempowerment. You heard your first. Yeah. I, I know that you and I, Catherine, both follow round boys and both frequently oh. post round boys on our stories and uh, it's one yes. of my favorite ways to you know add positivity to the feed if anybody out there who doesn't follow round boys you should um I people get say, mad about fat cats on there but like calm down i got no i gotta say i i, I have like been posting round boys a little less because i love seeing a round boy but you know i like to see my boy like kind of naturally round you Same. know like not mm. <laughs> Same, same. Uh, I'm, I'm only know, talking. A lot of them now. I'm only they like talking have like a- about Twitter and Instagram right now. This does not apply to anything else. Um, you know, like it does make me a little sad to see like a cat that's so round that like it's struggling to walk, and I'm just kind of like, you know, oh. Poor I guy. prefer a poofy boy than like a like a fat boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a poof roundness, but a lot of times they like now explain underneath the post. They're like. Just so you know, like this cat is on his way to like being healthier. Like this was a rescued cat, or like now this, this is, cat is on a this fitness is, journey. This cat is on a fitness this is trajectory. Body positivity, but for <laughs> yeah. poofy cats, uh, it was poofy... always going to come here. Mm-hmm. And again, disclaimer: um, we're not talking about anything uh, in our lives. You can't extrapolate this to anything. We're simply talking about cats. <laughs> that <laughs> is correct. Yes. Yep. I have uh, no idea how we got here. I I feel like it was me interrupting you. I don't know how we got on this this track, but I uh I was wondering like how you guys feel about pranks in general as far as like the Yeah, did you guys feel have bad. pranks happen no. to you strongly, or did you strongly con uh yeah. as a as a child? I I don't know why. I think I was just still trying on other identities and I was like, yeah, I went through a period where I was like trying to learn magic. And then that was kind of like was I was lightly trying to learn. I wasn't trying to learn clownery. You know, I think that's best left to the professionals. But I was I did get into tying balloon animals for a while. I had like a little hand pump. Hey, me too. Yeah, Yeah, uh, that was actually pretty cool. I can still kind of do it like that would be a great party trick if you came like things are a little (laughs) they're slowing down. You just whip that out. Um, Yeah. And around cool. like April Fools, I would always like I don't even know what Googling was at that point. I would I would be asking Jeeves mm-hmm. um sure. like <laughs> best pranks to play on my sister. <laughs> and they would always like they were always so involved. And also like yeah. I, I even as a child, I was like the downside here, like it's pretty gross, you know, like even the pretty common pranks, like, oh play on my sister, it was like, what if you like put mayo in her shampoo? Or, you know, like yeah. replace 
Classic yeah, replacement like were, pranks are, were a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was like, okay, so then she's got a head full of mayo. Like, even the most common ones always sounded like both too labor intensive for me. And then the odds that they would be poorly received and would just make me look like a fucking weirdo seemed incredibly high. So I was just like, the risk of the prank. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's part of April Fool's, though. That is part of it actually built in. Um, so like, which is why it's yeah, demonic. We did, we did like replacement pranks too. We had like, uh, you know, replacing the the cream in the Oreo with toothpaste or something like that. But um, did you know that on <laughs> April Fools, for like since at least the 18th century, there were uh, there's this rule that if you play an April Fool on someone after noon, after twelve, uh, then you are the fool. It is like switched. So there are specific rules. And if you go against them, then it is actually you or the fool. And that makes me feel a little bit better about it, that there's like it's contained in a way. Because I remember my dad's girlfriend when I was a kid, like playing a prank on him about her car breaking down. And it was like 2 p.m. And I was like, oh, you really do suck. Like you. (laughs) I knew it. You suck. Yeah. I feel like it's the the prank going awry is like the I think you should leave bit where he like tackles the guy into the cabinet of China and then is like, look, you just embarrassed yourself. Like, that's what I feel (laughs) like the prank is. Yes. It's a it only says something about you. I'm a I'm a very sensitive little baby, honestly. And so uh, uh, I don't I don't like to be perceived or targeted, especially targeted. So uh, pranks pranks are a no for me. The one prank I will approve of is that every year since college, my mom texts me and my sisters and says that she is pregnant and that we are going to be accepting. My mom is, I don't have a teen mom. My my mom is in her 60s. See, uh, that's a joke that gets funnier each year. Yeah, every time. It gets funnier each year. Menopause, Uh, it's funny. It's hilarious. (laughs) I I approve that because no one, no one gets hurt. It's just, it's a, it's a textual joke only. That's fine. I like that you can like, you can set your watch to it, you know, like, yeah. I'd be worried if she didn't do it, honestly. Is she pregnant? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The one year she doesn't tell me. You're like, oh, wow. She must actually be this year. Oh, man. Yeah. The idea that you can't do it afternoon is also funny to me because I I know we wanted to talk about this. So I'm jumping ahead a little. But uh, this insidious brand of like TikTok, YouTube, like parents pranking kids thing, a lot of those are kind of like featured around like the kid hasn't really woken up yet. It's kind of like getting in the getting ready for school time or like, oh, you missed the bus or, you know, like mm-hmm. like <laughs> in that like twilight. It's not twilight hour, but, you know, like that hour when kids shouldn't be up that early to go to school anyway. And then, you know, yeah. they, they're relying on their parent to like walk them through getting the bus and shit. I feel like a lot that's a danger zone for these fucked up parents who want to like prank their kids be like, and I've seen some really fucking mean ones about like, Oh yeah, you know, uh your your sister um is missing. Haha. <laughs> or you know oh like Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> or like waking them up way too early and being like, "Oh, I guess you missed the bus." Or like changing all the clocks and stuff and it's like, "Well, oh, that's like that's torture." What is wrong? Honestly, who are you? I mean, there is like, yeah, I I did agree with like the discourse recently that kids should not be up as early as they have to get up to go to school. It sucks. I I didn't like it. I went to take like an hour long bus to go to middle school. And I and then in high school, I would like wake up for like morning practice, too. Do you remember those like girls who um, then there was like girls who like still 
did like a bunch of stuff to get ready even before that were either of you oh, like or, or like in the locker room I was on the swim team and we had 5 30 a.m practice yeah and then and oh, then you God. know then it's like 6 45 and we have to be at school at like 7 30 and they would still like some you know it got increasingly rare because like the swimmers were just like the no makeup throw your hair up wet kind of crew which I vibed with (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah there would always be like one girl in the locker room drying her hair straightening it oh my god all the makeup and I was like I can't do this before 8 a.m you know it's 6 p.m now and like um yeah same (laughs) (laughs) this is not a video cast right yeah uh yeah uh that'll be for the patreon plus subscribers (laughs) <laughs> I'll get dressed up for that one. The other uh, TikTok prank or I guess social media prank trend that I also uh, take offense to is people pranking their pets. Like, have you seen people like basically pretending to die oh to see God. what their dog does? Oh, yeah. They'll, like fall like, down pretending to have had uh, some kind of medical incident. And I'm like, to me, this is just tempting fate. Like, you wait till you fall down for real. You've already confused your dog before. That's right. So, come on, man. That's fucked um, up. If I... If I played that prank on our cats, like I just lay on the ground for 15 minutes, they would all start eating my face. So, like, <laughs> you know, like even if I'm asleep too long, they'd be like, well, finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been waiting for this moment. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like TikTok prank culture. There was also like that, I don't know if it's considered pranks, but there was the series of TikToks where people were asking their Amazon delivery guys to dance before they signed for packages. Yeah. That's just like, like a labor abuse. Just like mean abusive taping people for content sort of situations uh yeah we love for a few measly legs and like a sponsorship for like a grocery delivery service or something Mm -hmm. it's not worth it this makes me think like that time roxanne gay got in trouble right right righteously (laughs) so for like demanding of from a like a low-wage mcdonald's employee like oh uh, i don't want a gendered toy or i don't remember the details but she was like or she wanted one gender of toy and they only had the other. And she was like berating like a McDonald's employee about like or, you know, like educating them about like gender issues. And I was like, yeah, um, it was cool. I try and do it as much as I can. I um, do. See, maybe it was, a, maybe it was a prank. Hooks mode at McDonald's. Oh, uh, my God. All right. You know, uh, I'm sure the Happy Meal toy right now is um, the girl toy is a uh, Morbius in Jared Leto <laughs> mode and the boy toy is Morbius in that weird vampire kind of mode. Now I'm oh, thinking yeah. like if the Joker, um, you know, uh, had lived, spoiler alert, um, or, you know, de- <laughs> depending on, on I didn't watch depending it. on which um, version you watch. Oh, he does he live in the Joaquin Phoenix version? We won't spoil it for Amber. I legitimately can't remember. I did watch the Joaquin Felix. Oh, well, wonderful movie. I co-sign all his politics. Um, But like if (laughs) if Joker grew up and like had a family, can you even imagine the pranks he'd be pulling on his kids? Can you, from Uh, from a twisted mind? (laughs) The most most twisted pranks. Dangling kids I mean, isn't that just abuse at a certain point? Yeah. 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 Actually, pranks are abuse uh, and we need to stop it. We just need to nip it in the bud. Uh, well, Anti-prank you know, I'm glad when. you said it. I'm glad you I mean, finally jokes, said it. Jokes are also abuse in their own jokes way. Jokes are abuse as well. Yeah. Um, jokes are abuse. Yeah. I mean, I did learn that from the slap that jokes are abuse. We need to That's... protect comedians. I just want to make sure Amber check in kind of <laughs> mid pod, you know, like, are you feeling safe and supported right now as a comedian? I am. Thank you. I should be okay. Unless if the slap comes from inside the mm-hmm. house. That's very I think smart. I'll be okay. <laughs> the slap is coming from inside the house. Joke, joke. No one clipped that. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, speaking of like 
TikTok culture, we should talk about our favorite type of TikTok culture of the moment. That the the one that we decided to go for in New Orleans. You guys know what I'm talking about. Goblin mode. Yes. It's time to go goblin oh, mode. Yeah. It's time to go goblin mode. Uh, I've been, I've boy, been did we, mode. boy, did we ever. Yeah, I feel like goblin mode, you know, not to go all hipster about it, but goblin mode like was was kind of bubbling up like mm-hmm. Julia Fox, Kat Marnell, Twitter, Instagram. And like only in the last few weeks has it like kind of gotten to TikTok and gone mainstream. But yeah, I, I take pride and, you know, I, I was even before it had a name kind of embodying the well, goblin well, ethos. Um, yeah. Yeah. For, for I mean, many remember years when there now, was the, um, years, really. the like, <laughs> trend of women taking messy selfies, like with their mess in the background? That I feel like is the start of when goblin mode was happening. And that was like back in 2016, 18. That was years ago. And that that was so funny. That was so funny because so many of those selfies were like actually disgusting. And I say this as someone who like <laughs> has has no like surfaces in our bedroom uncovered by clothing right now. But like they really would be like uh, in a in a mirror where like it looks like you've just spewed mouthwash at it every night, <laughs> and then like you know like food and shit like clothe the cl- clothing clutter doesn't bother me. But right like when you introduce like biological elements, then it's starting to become a health thing. And there really were some of those selfies were like, oh my, like bitch, this is how you live. <laughs> <laughs> I I did uh I did embrace it for a minute. I was like, you know what? I don't need like to perfectly um compose my selfies so it crops out all of the mess. And I am also one of those people who often doesn't have a surface area clean. Um, but I go like I go in waves, you know. I like clean and then it gets messy again, and then it goes clean and then messy. Whatever. I'm not that girl. I'm not goblin mode. I am both. I am me. I am my own individual person. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sorry for trying to put you in the goblin box. Stop. I guess. No. <laughs> um, but uh, then I felt like I was like trying to s- switch my selfies. I found myself like trying to get the mess in the picture. Oh, interesting. That's curated, inter- curated that's a mess. Fuck. That's a that's a real mind fuck. I mean, the real galaxy brain is creating mess for the purpose of the picture. Yeah. When you start to create Kipple for yourself. And it's no longer the universe doing it. Then, then what? Then you're gone. I guess, ultimate goblin. Mode. I guess that just never Wait. occurred to me because the the mess is always just there. It's already there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's let's talk about the difference between goblin mode and that girl because I feel like I'm I'm familiar with goblin lifestyle, but like that girl <laughs> has has bubbled up in the past couple of weeks as a thing, and I we we need to dig into it of what that girl is. Yeah, because we are. Th- not not that girl's not like that other girl yeah that girl that girl matters and here's what we have to say about it <laughs> <laughs> that girl um is like a thing that's been around but i don't think it had a label until recently and i feel like some people have experienced learning about goblin mode through as like antithesis like as in opposition to that girl and some people like yeah. us, like we've learned about that girl as in opposition to goblin mode, which I feel like we were already familiar with. But like I hate it's the like binary. Break down all binaries. I mean, you know, <laughs> it just feels like I don't know. I think someone once said defining yourself in opposition to something is still being anaclet to to that thing, right? I think David Who's, Foster who said Wallace that? said that in Infinite Jest. Did he say that? Mm-hmm. 
My guy? Yeah, your guy said that. Oh, man. It is. My, he, my boy. He is the Molly's guy. Boy. He is Molly's guy. Yeah. Um, he's, my, he's my number one. I, wa- I want to talk about that girl because, you know, the... It's a real, the, I think it goes with the vibe shift, right? Mm-hmm. Dare I say. Mm-hmm. The vibes have shifted. It's begun. Obama, it's underway. The, it's already happening. Obama era was all about, and a little bit into Trump was like wellness mode. Mm-hmm. Like stay hydrated. Do yoga from like videos that you watched on YouTube. Self-cure, like, cure cure your depression with green juice. Mm-hmm. Cure your depression with green juice. Uh, do Are you feeling stressed out? Maybe, maybe try an adult coloring book. That's so, the lot. It's so intricate that you fuck it up no matter how you color it. Uh, not speaking that from personal experience. Why would I? Have been uh, and now we are, you know, I feel like maybe the pandemic plus Biden are just so kind of like boring that people are like, OK, I'm tired of being well. I want to be a sicko again. I want to be unwell. I think it's also like it's kind of timed with the opening up of things after COVID. Right. Like people are we're allowed to go out not in secret um, anymore, which (laughs) which I heard other people were doing and I was side eyeing them. I just want you to know. Yeah. 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 So everyone's like making up for lost time that we lost in quarantine. And they're like, yeah, um, I I don't just want to go out. I want to be a complete demon. Um, And you add a couple warts, which you've obviously gotten uh, being out and being a demon. And then you have a goblin. I mean, it's like uh, what you're describing. The original like going out was going feral after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yes. So everyone went feral. That's just going wild. That's like going like like there was a party next to my house one night um, and there was like TikTok teens living in the house. This, they, this is crazy. And <laughs> there, there was this wild TikTok teen party happening next door. And I woke up at four in the morning because someone was on my roof. Um, I just heard like the pitter patter of someone running across my roof, and uh, and I woke up. The pitter patter like, of little TikToker feet, <laughs> little goblin feet, just little classic bands. <laughs> and, I, and I woke up and I was like, "Did I just hear that? Was that real?" And then I got a text from our duplex neighbors and was like, "Did you just hear someone on our roof?" So I knew it wasn't a dream; it was in fact a real thing. Um, and well, apparently, and you woke. You oh, yeah. woke up and then I only know this because we were staying like down the street from them. Yeah. Um, in an Airbnb at the time, like we were just visiting. And wasn't there also just like a mass exodus from the house? Like a but like a bunch of fucking meerkats. Yes. Like all of these TikTok, like an absolute avalanche of everyone like hitting the bricks, right? Yes. There was cop cars outside, um, not called by me, but I'm glad they were there, honestly, because there was just wow. like, tons Canceled. of- I'm sorry. I'd rather they be like, you know, arresting TikTok teens than uh, almost people. All okay. right, so I'm canceled. So. They turn that around. <laughs> okay. um, by you. my own <laughs> petard. Um, but yeah, they're just like, t- just like- mass exodus of lemmies all dressed in leather mini skirts and tube tops um all leaving at the same time but then as they were leaving you saw ubers pulling up with more of them getting out and going the opposite direction into the house so it was quite a time and that was like peak like going feral mode Mm. that that trip was insane because that was also the time when like there really were a number a string of things that happened you know anecdotally because this was like just things i witnessed and like literally during that trip like it was like a two or three week long period where it was peak feral i just like we were just at some bar just like drinking in a parking lot you know 
there were picnic tables we were allowed to be <laughs> uh, and then I just like go into the bathroom and I almost can't get in because a woman is like passed out on the toilet and her uh, like uh her door is like blocking the other stall door so it was just like and, and like a number I mean, of things like that happened which is not just wild it was like oh my god I gotta say um, I went to a very fancy restaurant down the street. Um, after I had just moved, I didn't have a couch yet. I was wearing my my flip flops had broken, and I didn't have any other shoes at the time because like my shoes were being shipped or something. They were packed up at the other house, so my flip flop was tied onto my foot with a rubber band. Um, still decided, yes, I'm going to go to this fancy restaurant. Get wasted right. on martinis, um, and then and then proceed to throw up uh on our toilet and just apologize profusely as Matt just on your toilet at me or in the restaurant in our toilet I got I made it home well I okay was like, well that's that's yeah. the distinction yeah yeah wow so I'm gonna um, say I, I I had some moments of transition as well a woman it. on the verge of a transition Vibelis. Uh, <laughs> uh I do I do think it is, you know, everyone's had a lot of responsibilities over the past couple of years of when to wear a mask and, you know, when to stay away from other people. And any night, especially because I do think it is a night, it's a night thing. It could be a day thing if you're really crazy. But uh, the abdication of responsibility is something that I think is getting more and more attractive for people, especially as it's slowly getting warmer and summer 22 is coming up. I think oh. it could be a real goblin summer. I think it is. I, th I think it could summer. be the most like even more goblin. Yeah. Uh, goblin is eating feral. You oh know, yeah. Like for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Last summer was feral files. This summer is going to be just goblin takeover. Yeah. Uh, and obviously ground zero will be our homes except for so Amber. That girl um, <laughs> is like, if in case if nobody knows that girl is like the TikToker who's like, immaculate um like all of her surfaces are always clean i don't even know where she keeps her stuff um <laughs> she's always constantly on her way to a yoga class or on her way back from a yoga class she doesn't she doesn't meditate but she does do mindfulness um which is like the corporate <laughs> version of meditation that's fine um she also like she has like her hair is always done even though somehow she says she has been inside only for the past two years, so a little bit of side eye on that. She has a cute dog and um, one son and one daughter, but she's like exactly the age that you're supposed to be when all these things are happening. She her <laughs> she just bought a house. I mean, it's that it's that girl, and she does her own. She does everything herself. Plus, she has a nine to five. That job, girl, plus like yeah, yeah. Not not only does she buy a house, but she takes a photo in front of it with the person that she bought the house with holding her keys between her uh, thumb and forefinger with a, a caption that's like, we did it. Like, so blessed to share this space with this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They're the same. They're the same woman who two years earlier had been posting on Instagram. Like, <laughs> like what's it's another I think you should leave. Like, um, yeah, I get to share my life with this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, like with this shit goblin. Um, <laughs> yeah. Br brunch with these dips. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, oh he's that really your best friend. Uh, you expect me to believe that? It's no, the same. Yeah, it's I, the I'm same sure woman who refers to her husband's uh, semen in the baby announcement by calling it. Uh, like oh baby yeah, batter tagging or something. Tagging your husband. Tagging your oh, husband Lord. with your stomach. <laughs> I really hate that. Oh, it's no. like it's like okay, yeah, we we understand how babies are made, 
Uh, I would also like to add to this list. Um, she has a lot of money, but doesn't seem to have a job or is her yeah. money comes from ambiguous sources. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she wears a huge, a huge hat at brunch. Yes. Oh, yes. Awesome hat. A brunch hat. I, I think yeah. this is a great picture we've yeah. painted. But all the, all these things are cyclical that, that did used to be, uh, aspirational in like 2013, 14. And then we all got sick of her. Mm-hmm. And now everyone is, you know, vo- vomiting in the gutters, uh, <laughs> you know, with their their asses hanging out of the like mini dress that they bought for four ninety nine from a Chinese dropship company. Like and then five years from now, we'll be sick of her mm-hmm. and we'll start eating overnight oats again. It's all very exciting. It is all very exciting. So, yeah, that's that's that girl. Uh, goblin mode. I feel like we kind of explained but i don't know if we kind of have the i don't know if we have the full picture of what goblin mode is i mean there's feral mode but goblin mode is more indoors it feels like really um more about binging inside like very chill but i would like to see the goblin mode in summer and outdoors and at parties I just don't know what that's going to look like exactly. See, I think I think feral is mostly an out of doors nighttime, you know, mm-hmm. like all feral creatures. It's uh, nocturnal, <laughs> it's outdoors. Whereas I feel like, you know, a goblin can be indoor or outdoor. It can okay. live under a bridge. Um, it can follow <laughs> you around. Well, you know, it under a bridge. A, it could be just a little goblin. It could be a hobgoblin. It could be a little bit more akin to an ogre. An ogre. You know? An ogre, if you will. Yeah. I would like to go ogre uh, mode in general. I think <laughs> I'm a more of an ogre personally. But I just realized that under a bridge, Catherine, is both indoors and outdoors at the same time. There you go. That's true. There you go. Okay. This, we're yeah. breaking real ground why, on this pod. That's why Anthony Kiedis uh, was obsessed with uh, being under bridges. Is that <laughs> you know, it's the best of both worlds. Honestly, that, that, that particularly why he is, is why. goblin mode for sure. Dude, he is absolutely mm. goblin mode and has been since like 1982. Like the way he leaps around uh, and like the shirtlessness, sometimes the pantslessness. That's all very goblin to and me. And the leaping around in particular, <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> yes. essential. I also turned my ankle really bad in New Orleans, which I yeah. feel like matters. I still are you kidding? Swollen. That's part goblin oh, yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah, that does a lot. But I wasn't prancing, but I wish I had been. Um, yeah, was was this the night when we were when we went to karaoke and such, or was this a different night? Uh, the same night. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know what happened. I was just able to walk on it all night, and then I woke up in the morning, and it was just like my foot, and it was like straining my skin. It was so swollen. <laughs> oh god yeah so then i was like oh we're not going out anymore oh bummer i could like barely walk (laughs) oh oh no oh how disappointing yeah that i do i think uh injuries sustained uh while goblining is also a goblin thing i also i last summer i i rolled my foot slash ankle um singing karaoke outside in prospect park yeah you know Karaoke injuries, thats a, it's a real thing. A bandstand uh, is kind of a bridge, one of those liminal spaces. It's, it's true. both indoor and outdoor as well. It is, is true. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I do think, yeah, the, the karaoke outside that we did in Prospect Park is definitely goblin mode. I think climbing trees, yeah. like I did that one time while singing, is goblin mode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Inter- interacting with the, the nature around you and fi- finding the best way to use it. I think that's kind of goblin-y. Mm. Uh, bringing also, your, guess, bringing guess, your man-made yeah. chaos into nature's chaos. Hell very yeah. goblin. Yes. I also have Absolutely. to shout out, like, I, I feel like the first person I saw using goblin mode as a term was Kat Marnell. 
um, you know, legendary mm. downtown girl. Um, yeah. my, my idol. Um, yeah, that, that should tell you how my life has, has shaped up. I was reading her column amphetamine logic when I was in like middle school and being like, Oh my God. Um, yeah. And, and like in that broader world, like when Julia Fox was like kind of, you know, she was like, Oh my God, you can cut up your teens and make a bra out of it. And it's a skirt now. Like that's goblin mode. Um, yeah. obviously, obviously the best example I can think of that, that like really captures it all in one is Caroline Calloway. Oh yeah. Uh, noted scammer who, um, you know, for male listeners of the pod, uh, how to sum her up? She writes like really long Instagram columns or, uh, uh, posts, uh, posts. Um, yeah. and basically like she did a lengthy thing, like I'm leaving New York and, uh, to go write her masterpiece in Florida. And uh, it was like covered by the New York Post. Like she left her apartment after a series of goodbye parties for herself in such a state of disarray. Like it, it was like bombed out. It looked like an atom bomb. The, the, she painted half of the microwave blue. <laughs> she left her bathtub filled up with flowers still floating in it. Oh, my God. Um, she, she had painted the floors white. And so you can imagine what uh, foot traffic on that looks like. She had painted um, the wooden floors white and she had left a pile of clothes on the floor. She painted around the pile of clothes. Painted around the clothes. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's classic that's Goblin. That's Goblin. That that's Goblin. Yeah. 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 It's um, yeah, becoming quite the thing. My, my friend Rachel Rabbit White was supposed to take over the apartment. Rachel knows a thing or two about Goblins. <laughs> um, you know, about, about the ethos of the mode in general. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, she was supposed to sublet the apartment and like, you know, she's posted this on Twitter, like, uh, paid a bunch of actual money. Like she's posted actual receipts. Um, but then like, I think the landlord basically just like housing discrimination, like she's married to Nico Walker, the novelist mm -hmm. and, um, you know, former bank robber. Um, and they were just like, they slapped them with like this you know like vacate the premises order being like yeah mm. you know like you're you're a whore and he's a criminal and we don't like the element that you've introduced to the building yeah it's like, all right calm down caroline just lived there for like five years yeah um, did you see what happened to the apartment yeah before yeah they like, moved in? i think rachel like well, it paid to get it all good. cleaned up yeah it, yeah it really was like a goblin's hovel didn't she um, do some sort of like um so, yeah like <laughs> cleansing yeah. of the place recently. Oh yeah, Will just sent me that link. Like it was also covered. Page six just wrote about Rachel uh, hexing landlords, the landlords huh? before she left, which you know I oh, love. Yeah. I love. I love that. We love a also landlord hex. Goblin-y. Also kind of goblin-y. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a, an I understanding of the that dark game, arts. Elden Ring, but like this is all sounding very. Uh, I, you know, I've I've seen enough screenshots of it that I'm like, yeah, you just walk around and do stuff, and it's sort of uh, like magically weird. I, am, am I getting this right? Maybe you fight yeah. with someone every so often. Yeah, uh, it also hexing, seems like impossible to win within that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is like, oh, so you're playing it for many, many hours, and like then. From what I've heard, like you're right at like the end of the level or whatever, and then something just falls from the ceiling and like kills you, you know, like that that impossibility, but still investing time. That's goblin mode to me. That's goblin mode. Yeah, yes. just do, yeah, doing a bunch of stuff and then uh, hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah, um, hoping you're not <laughs> this maimed. Thing we call life. Yeah, <laughs> yes, hoping you're not maimed along the way. 
All right. All right. Should I read a little bit of this page six story as a yeah. minor um, uh, reading series? This was just published this afternoon. Uh, Rachel Rabbit White hexes grifter Caroline Calloway's landlords. Um, very jealous of her direct line to page six. Uh, it begins. Yeah. Rachel Rabbit White has sought vengeance against the real estate menaces who served her with a restraining order. Uh, already incredible page six writing. The famed sex parties host and her friends called upon the spirit world to hex the landlords of grifter Caroline Calloway's bombed out West Village apartment, which White had briefly <laughs> sublet after Car- uh, uh, Calloway fled over uh, $40,000 in unpaid rent. Calloway is the subject of a lawsuit over the rent issue and White was slapped with an order after she illegally, allegedly illegally, uh, that's, that's my addition, took over the pad. Yeah, now, I White tells uh, Page Six exclusively that she and her closest pals uh, held the energetic cleansing ceremony the night before she moved out. Mm. Um, looks like they've got screenshots from someone's, maybe an Instagram story, which I love. Um, yes. I need step-by-step information on the energetic cleanse. Uh, oh. I, I don't, yeah, you know, I, I, sage is it just or, a sage burning? Yeah, sage or Palo Sancho or, or something. Uh, oh, well, here it is. Here it is. Skipping ahead a little bit. Um, the Coven of Four Poets. Again, incredible writing. No notes. Page six. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Spread out a blanket, lit candles and created sigils to hex greedy corporate landlords. All, all with the help of some white claws <laughs> to get a buzz before the witches brew. All right. Oh, that gets a thumbs down for <laughs> me. Um, uh, because they want to fight the illegal evictions that have been taking place while landlords refuse to repair buildings. May the landlords have their buildings seized and their profits confiscated, White tells us they wrote. May the marriages of these landlords fail and may their sugar babies take all their money. And may this hex uh, help good cause eviction protections to be written into law. Um, Wonderful. I love a good legal hex. Obviously, the the emotional part of it is great, um, but I like that they're also focusing on like a more paperwork uh, based hex. I think that's good. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think landlords are paper based people, yeah. so I think that would be what would affect them. The you got to hit them where it hurts. Deepest. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, one more paragraph because yeah, I forgot about this part, and it's incredible. Um, if for fans of don't email my wife um, or White's rule. White says she and her poetic pals believe that their hex worked because immediately after closing the circle, the group went downstairs to receive their second White Claw delivery. There's never enough when you're channeling the real estate spirits. Uh, The words (laughs) kill Whitey had inexplicably appeared on a wall in the building's lobby, possibly written in blood. I mean... What? I mean, I'm simply... uh, I'm... Yeah, no notes. I have no words. Wow, hex, hex uh, achieved. Very good. Yeah, I, wow. you know, you love, you um, love when your witchcraft has takes such an immediate hold. Yeah, I'm. It's got to be instant. That's my favorite kind of of uh, uh, witchcraft. I actually, I do. I have a bit where I say that uh, karma moves faster in New York because there's just so many people and it's so dense. So, thing, things honestly, just, that's uh, true. Bounce off of each other. That is yeah. true. Because, you know, it, it, you have the the worst thing ever happen to you and then you find like a $100 bill on the ground. Like that's that's the vibe. Uh, karma's, or, or karma's you know, kill Whitey on a, on a wall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, karma's, karma's like that girl at the party with the bad Coke and she keeps passing it around. She's that fast. <laughs> <laughs> 
All I'm seeing, all I'm hearing did, is a new decor trend that's um uh like a a, a sort of Charles Manson graffiti core where you just uh, write weird shit uh Hell in blood yes. in your own house. Uh, this could this could go crazy <laughs> and stupid. Just just put squeaky in your on your wall in yeah. blood, and that's yeah. it. Uh, I love this idea, but I I I did I do want to say that one of the first things I was in like a bit of a witchy phase when um I met Matt. And, You've gone um, through every really, phase. You know, I, was, I love this. I go through phases, uh, and I was. Um, that's why it's hard to pin me down, Catherine, because I'm like constantly I've moving. Learned. You never I've know learned. what you're gonna get. <laughs> but the, uh, I, you know, I was living in the doll factory. It was like kind of a weird, spooky time. Um, and I did teach Matt how to make sigils. That was one of the first things we did together. Wow. Matt. Wow. Wow. Matt knows but, how to make a sigil. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I did say and what I believe is that you can't make a sigil on someone else. Like hexes aren't real. You can only hex yourself. You wow. Hex okay. Um I but I think you can like put that you can what you're doing is putting positive energy to yourself if you want to like make yourself succeed, you can do that. But I don't really think that like so like a little you a little boost other people's vibe a little boost way. for you yeah. which makes yeah. it temporarily appear that someone else is doing worse but it's really just because you're exactly. shining more Exactly exactly that you know like Michael Jackson That's- said you got to start with the man in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> He did say that didn't he Yeah he did but maybe it's different for for Rachel White I mean nothing nothing against her. I I love her dearly um is Italian folk magic goblin mode I just got this uh, advertised to me on Instagram. I feel like it's not. I think, but um, I think it might be like in the Venn diagram between that girl and Goblin Mode. Yeah, I know. So, yes, it so Instagram is. It depends has on what you, you fucking the clocks. Magic for. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, maybe I am. Maybe oh, you are God. a little bit that girl. Maybe all of us are. I mean, maybe, to be, maybe to all, me, of like all of us are. There's dark and light in all of us. You know, it's true. <laughs> We're all antiheroes in someone's story. <laughs> so we we covered goblin mode we covered going feral so goblin mode also is like is like compared to cottage core that mm. was like the prettier like more elfish version i think uh those are in the same world at cottage core is like where you like make the top of your nose real pink that's all i know about it wear a sundress and like you <laughs> about and lettuce you that's wore, my understanding you wore nap dresses oh um you make tea sandwiches I don't want to call you out. Oh, Amber. yeah, that's me. That is. This is all yeah. me. No, 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 this is me. This is Amber, totally you're me. every I know, like, woman. It's all in I you. Am, it's all in me. <laughs> I know. Okay. I like to I like to just play around, be a different type every time. It's fun. It's fine. Um, I um, I do like sometimes go into like dirtbag type places because I feel comfortable there and I live in those worlds and that's that's fine. Well, you have to hang out with me and Molly get, sometime. Like, you know, you gotta kind of <laughs> enter. Mean, enter. Hey, my friends are all enter there. the dirtbags lair. <laughs> I feel like I do get like side eyed occasionally, and I don't know. People make assumptions about me because I'm wearing a sundress, but like, I'm sorry, that is one piece of clothing I have to put on. I don't even have to wear underwear underneath it. I can just go. That in itself is goblin mode. Okay, is, I'm sorry. Goblin. You're putting on two pieces of clothing. I am putting on one. Yeah. Um, that is the best of both. That's world. more lazy. 
I feel like the micro aesthetics that are popping up with TikTok, it kind of reminds like, you know, there's cottage core. There's a there's something called night lux, which is apparently just like wearing a sparkly dress and drinking champagne. Uh, there's oh, a, yeah. Night there's all these sort of like subsets of basically just like presenting yourself on the Internet. And it reminds me of the uh, back at talk, talk about a, an indie sleaze revival hipster runoff doing the like all the different jo- micro genres. Of yes. music That was like. Uh, good Godard core or like yes. uh yes. new new swirl like it, it's we're I think we're getting back into the uh pour the, one the out for Car Carlos yeah yeah hacked by Grimes hacked uh, the best of us yeah I, I it's time for a hipster runoff resurgence like I I love that was another like I don't know maybe this is embarrassing but yeah kind of like a bible for me about like oh these are things that are cool. Uh, back yeah. when I like read Pitchfork every day, you know, of like. course. <laughs> <laughs> Who, whom's, who's among us? I, I did the exact same thing. I didn't know what was, when we were looking at a blog had to decide for me. And I actually think that's what blogs are supposed to do. When we were when we were talking about all the micro modes, I did think the same thing. It did remind me of like when all those like micro genres were being talked about and like in music specifically. And I remember thinking when that was happening, I was like, OK, yeah, very cool. But like eventually you get to just like once you go micro enough it's just a band like that is just just one, one guy it's like four that, guys it's just one guy yeah. those four guys that are in that mode and then again with like the micro modes eventually that's just one person yes. that is a personality well, yeah. that you were describing as, mode. as, cons- as yeah, consumers mode. like we'll just we will actually like do the work for marketers you know we'll just seek to um basically like cut ourselves off into smaller and smaller Niche, micro niches. Now I'm yeah. kind of, now I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's come up with some of our own uh, buddy core, which is just like having. That's just having friends. <laughs> is that just a, having friends? That's another big thing. Like a, a you know a recurring meme that I think people like post in earnest is like, hey, y'all ever like have that asexual friend that like you just like going to on picnics with? And it's like, oh, so a, a friend. <laughs> Yes, um, a friend. Okay, so mean. buddy core. Um, oh my god, what is it called when you're a? Oh, what is that sapiosexual core? <laughs> like uh, being attracted to people based on their their okay, mind, which sapi- is just sapio. I don't know, being attracted to a sapio person. Lux, yeah, sapio lux mode is when you're, you're you're like, oh, I'm a smart person, and then you get dressed up and go out you could, on the you town. You can dress up to go to the library. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. You wear a ball gown to the library and then you take a bunch of pictures. Of See, it's so easy. I love yeah. it. I want to be this person now. What about... Suddenly, um, I'm going to be searching for bow ties. What about uh, uh, hyper movies? Uh, that's where you just go... You go to the regular movies, but you do uh, stimulants at them. So you can... <laughs> Watch. You can feel like you're really uh, honestly. I love. I love that. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I love. <laughs> you're like that's. I great. love the name. I yeah, love the name too. To you. I love. Yeah. Hyper um, movies. Now I'm just like we should try and speak these into existence. Like as long yeah. as someone starts saying it, then it's it's real. Um. What What about a uh, um? I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the the appropriate word for this, but. Uh, maybe we can re- retroactively call it something where you just bring a really big bag that has a <laughs> lot of stuff in it out everywhere. Um, uh, prepare, prepared core. Oh bindle, my God. Bindle that's core. Like, a, you, like you, first aid or yeah. 
You've got yeah. a bindle. Um, it's mom. It's mom, mom core. Honestly, you basically bring a diaper bag, but for yourself uh, that has everything you could possibly think of needing. I'm tired of tiny purses. I saw the world's smallest Louis Vuitton purse the other day. It looked like an eyeglass holder. I'm over <laughs> it. I'm done. Huge bags, gigantic bags that you have to drag on the street. I know. I, I, love, I, love, I love a huge bag. I love a huge sunglass. Like, you know, um, inevitably, uh, Will is going to be asking me for something like, oh, do you have a Kleenex? Oh, oh, oh. Mm. And it's like, yeah, in my mm-hmm. small bag. No, I, I have nothing for anyone. I have yeah. two cards um, and they're going to bounce out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've And I will I've use yours. One. It'll um, be great. Sleeping, uh, sleeping bag mode um, is when... <laughs> Is when you, uh, yeah, this is brought to you by having a fever. Sleeping bag mode is uh, uh, someone who likes uh, camping and outdoor activities and owns a sleeping bag. Yeah, mm. yeah, sleeping that, bag mode. That's a mode. <laughs> I'm try- now I'm just trying to think of mo- modes no. for your your specific illness, and you know, soup mode is just when like all you all you eat is soup, all you make and is my soup. brain is uh, soup. Um, yeah, brain uh, is soup, body is soup. Uh, COVID test core. Um, <laughs> That's when you over over COVID test. Um, no, like when people were hoarding at home COVID tests and, and like never having it, and oh, and also just like constantly posting their negative tests on Instagram. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I was like, actually, this is like kind of weird because you're just showing that you bought up like forty tests and like okay, uh, leave some for uh, the rest of us. Yeah, tell tell me when you're positive, bro. Yeah, like, seriously, I you know, no news is no news. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, posting <laughs> posting your co- your positive COVID test. That's something I never see. That would be goblin mode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I have one more. I have one more mode. Co- it's not really a, an original mode concept, but it's you know trend cycles are moving faster and faster with the internet. Uh, TikTok is running through them uh, faster than they can be invented. Something that I want to see a revival of is beatnik lifestyle, which I yes. believe is basically just when you wear a turtleneck, read poetry, and just like sit around smoking cigarettes. Bring that back. Yeah. All right. I've, ar- I've already got right. the think piece in response to beatnik code um, about how it's problematic, you know, because yes. like Jack Kerouac, oh, oh, do we really want to be uplifting beatnik mode? Um, you know, Jack Kerouac, um, other beatnik-y types, uh, we're not always so nice to women, okay? Yeah, bad guys. Also, on the road, they drove a well, car across the country. Do you know how the emissions of a car? Uh, uh, yeah. Really super, it's not an eco-climate-friendly uh, trend at all. And also, it's kind of a bad Oh, yeah, puzzle. van life is totally eco, is is really bad for the environment. Yeah. As, a, as a van life lady, uh, I would say that is a... What Problem. about cancel core, where it's just uh, canceling things before they even get started? You're a hater. Yes. <laughs> it's otherwise known as being a hater. Oh, my God. I love yes. that. Cancel core. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just always. You make up things just to cancel them. Or someone just... starts speaking and you just point at them and say, you know what? Shut up. Shut your mouth. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Uh, oh, I can tell you were about to make a racist joke. And they're like, what? I was just going to like ask for another white claw. You're like, well, um, now you've sold on yourself. White Claw, uh, pretty white claw? Why not black? Yeah, claw? pretty white supremacist of you to only choose white claws. I've been saying this for years. That's why I keep buying it. <laughs> now we have a plat. We finally have a platform to to get the ball rolling. Uh, there's been Whatever a lot of there's been an awful lot of truth telling. Um, the dispensing dis- dispensing of uh, truly <laughs> there. Here's my cat. Uh, truly invaluable wisdom. What else did we want to talk about? Are we 
What do you, what do we think? We are, I mean, we don't need to talk about anything else. I did have something pop into my head, but I can't remember what it was. So, oh, please forget core. Forget uh, not <laughs> forgetful Stop core. For, that Stop is remembering. Remembering forget is a core. fashionist, actually. Yeah. Forget forever. Yeah. yeah. We've gone long. Is there anything else we want to, we yeah. want to talk about? No, I think we're good. I think if you guys want to wrap it up, we could. I mean, that's, yeah, that's goblin mode. Uh, that's, april fools we hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to us i know like a lot of times when we go to live shows and stuff people come up to us and um know who we are that's um like very nice and sweet and also like feels like strange to me i don't know why you would know who i am the novelty hasn't Um, worn off though i've met like a lot of of very nice people uh better to do that than you know just kind of um stare (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely, definitely say, definitely introduce yourself. That's that's sweet. And uh, if you if you didn't like this episode, um, do not post about it. I don't know if this is a Patreon. Yeah. Don't post about it. Um, don't tweet at us. Uh, we only want to be showered with love and affection from the gray wolves. Yeah. Uh, it's, what, and, it's what we deserve. Yeah, maybe we'll do it again sometime. Who knows? And we'll we'll shower all the listeners with love because uh, you just spent the last uh, several minutes of your life listening to women, which is what you should be doing. You're you here. Know, every you're day. doing the work. Listening wow. to this you're pod. Job. You're doing this the work. Praxis, very, listening we're, to we're, this we're pod. You. Yeah. You're essentially allies now. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Um, you can have the ally card. Put it in your wallet. No problem. Yep. And uh, like um, like I the vax. I do like want to say that card, I feel it doesn't fit. you You have to have a purse to have an ally card honestly a big huge one probably a huge purse um i do on a sentimental note i am really grateful to have you guys in my life and I, i feel really lucky to get to hang out with you guys and um talk to you about cool and weird and nerdy shit the, the, feeling, the feeling is, is this is like what we talk about all yeah. the time on a regular basis the feeling this is, is mutual like our... yeah this is just a little window into um hanging out with us um True. i don't know what the boys are talking about like in a different corner of the bar but it's it's always far less interesting uh 19th century chinese history uh at, I mean, literally <laughs> sometimes yes yeah that that was uh, at a a party that we were at where I wandered over to where Matt was holding court. Yeah, that's I a Matt one. To Chris I'm like, what are y'all talking about? He's like, 19th century Chinese history, and I was like, cool, cool. <laughs> you just cool, cool, cool. cool. I'll see myself away you do now. The Homer. Uh, do I'm gonna go find some chicks. The Grandpa yeah. Simpson. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the other corner talking about pigeons. That's usually uh, how we separate. Yeah. Well, thank <laughs> you, thank you everyone for listening. This was a blast, and uh, yeah. Have a good Friday. Go goblin mode this weekend. You know, try it out. But don't prank See if anybody. It's yeah. Do it. Uh, don't no do not pranks, prank yes, anyone. Goblins. Yeah. It's open season on pranksters. It's on site. <laughs> <laughs> a classic duck hunt to see ourselves off. <laughs> All right. See y'all later. Bye. Crypto.
crib tonight. Straight up on that crib tonight. I'll be on that straight up on that. I'll be on that crib tonight. Time and time again, I gotta turn back round and tell these hoes that I am the H and I see bitch. That's just the way it goes. I'll be on that shit that I had you on that. I don't want no more. At this time, I need all my freak hoes to get.